Arizona's Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling, and we're back from our trip into the desert as RV owners. And headline, oh, we're hooked. We headed just about 90 minutes south of Phoenix to a state park at Picacho Peak, which is a mountain that towers up from the floor of the Sonoran Desert around halfway between Phoenix and Tucson. It's got a very distinctive, almost horn-like peak, and it's actually been used as a landmark and navigation point for centuries, some say since prehistoric times. It's been cited loads of times in modern history as a place where in the 1840s, the Mormon Battalion, a US Army infantry unit, the only ever religious unit in the country's military history, who explored and fortified a huge area of the western United States, they created a wagon road alongside Picacho Peak. And in fact, they are remembered for the longest infantry march in history. They covered over 2,000 miles from Iowa to the Pacific coast. That's a long way to walk. The wagon road they created was then used by the 49ers during the gold rush. Now, the so-called 49ers were more than 300,000 migrants and immigrants who headed out to California to try and find their fortune, panning for gold in the American River. They were nicknamed the 49ers as the majority of them arrived in California in 1849, which is just a year after gold had been discovered there. You can imagine 300,000 people arriving pretty much all at once in the state. There's a time of amazing change, which really shaped the whole of the way California is today. Perhaps the most famed occurrence, though, at Picacho Peak happened in 1862, when during the American Civil War, Confederate and Union scouting parties met in the area, ensuing in the Battle of Picacho Pass, the biggest Civil War battle to take place in Arizona, actually the most westerly battle to take place in the whole war. The Confederates won, forcing the Unionists to retreat. But less than a month later, the Confederates themselves had been pushed back from Arizona into Texas. In fact, many see the Battle of Picacho Pass as being the high watermark of the Confederates in the West. It's downhill from then on for them. Even though it was the biggest battle in Arizona, it wasn't big by any standard compared to some of the battles of the Civil War. And in fact, the reenactments that take place every single year, apart from this year, of course, because COVID, became so popular (laughs) that in recent decades, more people actually came to take part in the reenactments than took place in the original battle. (laughs) That's how small it was. We arrived at the State Park campground exactly 159 years and one day from when the battle occurred. It was a little bit quieter when we got there. Less fighting, more campfires and wine drinking. (laughs) And what a couple of days we had. It was just glorious. April is such a tremendous month in Arizona. The sun is out and shining. The days are warm and dreamy, but not yet boiling. And the cacti are all in just fantastic bloom. Picacho Peak is famed for its display of wildflowers on its slopes in spring, namely Mexican gold poppies. But there hadn't been the right amount of rain during the right months in this past winter, so they hadn't really happened this year. But the cacti themselves all made up for it. 
And there's a lot of them <laughs> around this neck of the woods. They were all in bloom with flowers of pink, orange, yellow, red and white. Just beautiful. And then the cactus wrens sitting, perching on the arms of the massive saguaros all around you singing. It was beautiful. Saguaro cacti are, of course, pretty much the symbol of Arizona. The cacti you remember from the westerns of your youth, I'm sure, really tall with arms extending on either side, a bit like lone cowboys in the desert. When I first arrived at the state, I saw their name written down and called them saguaros for really quite a considerable amount of time. And even now I get told off by locals for calling them saguaros. And apparently I'm not putting enough syllables in there. Saguaros. 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 I've heard people say that in slightly different ways. It's all a bit Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury to me. Nights at Picacho Peak just saw massive skies. The stars so bright and even with other people around in the campsite were so peaceful. Felt wonderful. I'm desperate to get back out in that van as soon as I can. We have plans. I did get behind the wheel, yes, when we took a quick trip out to the supermarket. Yes, we drove to the supermarket in our bus. (laughs) But what else do you do to pop to the shop when your house is also your car? The real professional RVers all have little jeeps that they tow behind their wagons. Real necessity if you're out in one of those 45-foot-long monsters and are out on the road for weeks or months. That is our next goal. But I scooted to the local fries in our bus and it actually was a pretty pleasant drive. It does feel really unnerving to be tootling along the freeway and then get passed by a 60-foot articulated lorry at speed. Because when you get two high-sided vehicles side by side at speed, you sort of get sucked together. And uh, that can feel pretty scary when you're in this big wagon. But all in all, being up and high and being able to sort of survey the land around you feels really cool. And I'm not quite ready, but heading out on my own for my own little adventure at some point is definitely on my future to-do list. Driving back to Phoenix on Sunday afternoon, full of wine and walks and card games and empty of stress, we spotted what looked like a little whirlwind out to the left of the truck, close to the town of Maricopa. It was more of a, oh, look at that type moment than anything more sinister, and we really didn't think anything more about it. It was only the next morning, when I was watching the weather forecast on the news, sidebar everyone was very pleased with themselves because that weekend had been very cool for this time of year it had only reached 82 degrees about 27 practically arctic for april and i don't know if i'll ever really get used to weather presenters being excited (laughs) that it's not very warm oh look it's only 90 they literally love it it may take some time getting used to but anyway in amongst the weather celebrations was mention of the maricopa gust (laughs) nado Yep. What we had seen is called a gust nado, a gust nado, which let's face it, sounds like a made up name, doesn't it? Actually, it's an abbreviation of gust front tornado, which is a brief shallow surface based vortex, which forms within the downburst emanating from a thunderstorm. Got it? Good. Now, we had heard some rumbles of thunder, but didn't experience any rain. And the weather presenter was most excited to say, though, that five drops, yeah, five drops of rain had been recorded at the weather centre that day. Five drops, virtually a downpour in this neck of the woods. I'll see you in the desert. (laughs)